Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee, where I bring you all the tech news brewed up just for your ears, because it's so, oh, so sweet. I'm your host, Brett Dyster, and let's get on with the tech news. All right, Twitter has some new things coming out. One is the new app called Twitter Engage, which allows you to have a safe space on Twitter, whatever that actually means. Uh, it's supposed to be for for celebrities, but anybody can use it. I downloaded it. It's only for iOS, by the way, so if you're on Android, you have to wait a bit because that's usually what happens with Twitter and a lot of them. They do it first on iOS, and then they eventually do it on Android. Sometimes they do it on Android, but usually they, they don't. It, it's, it's, all, it's all iOS first. But, uh, like I said, Twitter Engage is... Mostly useful. It's mostly interesting to see. It gives you a little bit more analytic control. It's right on the app, too. You don't have to go back in or look at a specific tweet. It will give you basically the likes, retweets, men mentions, followers, all the stuff that you actually need. It will be right there. One nice little condensed spot, which I actually like quite a bit just for more of an analytic, my analytic needs. They need to be met. But yes, this is supposed to help people that feel triggered or whatever superficial or non-existent thing they usually feel because they don't like arguments uh, to have their little safe space in. So yes, you now can be safe on Twitter, relatively. Probably not. It's it's Twitter, people. I mean, you put 140 characters in an argument, you're not really going to get a very good argument and you're going to get a lot of backlash because the argument wasn't well done because there's not enough space to actually do it. So like I said before. You put your pins on there, be expected for your pins to be strongly, strongly uh, opposed. Sometimes not the best ways, but that's the world we live in. We make, eh, like I said, it is what it is. It's an interesting app. For safe spaces, I'm never really for that because seriously, you're just basically avoiding problems instead of actually dealing with them. And maybe we should actually deal with them more than avoid them. Like I said, that's all my conjecture about that. Also for Vine, because yes, Twitter does own Vine. If you didn't know that, well, welcome to the party. They own Vine. Uh, they're going to be testing with 142nd videos instead of just your normal six-second videos. And this is more of a compilation anyways. So it should be interesting to see what actually happens with that. The problem with this and the problem with changing up how many seconds you have in an app dedicated to very short video is that you're changing the identity by itself without, well, understanding that. Twitter thought about doing a 10,000 word tweet or tweets or allowing users to do that and that was just a bad idea. Luckily they never did that because that was never really going to be the best idea in the world. People were against it. I was against it because it just went against what Twitter was. This is another thing that it seems to go against Vine. But Twitter is trying to innovate. Twitter is trying to be more popular than it already is because it's been waning its popularity. And it's trying to, well, it's trying to be a competitor to Facebook and hopefully maybe get bought out too because that's another reality that we all live in is that they also could be buying to get bought out by somebody, maybe Google, maybe Apple. Hopefully not Facebook. For the love of God, do not let it be Facebook. We don't need Facebook to own Twitter as well. It owns enough. I'm tired of Facebook owning the, the web. No more owning things, Facebook. 
You're done. You're cut off. I cut you off. Cut off. Cut off. Like they're gonna listen to me anyways. Alright, there is something new coming from Burner called Ghostbot, and it will allow you to, well, blow people off if you really want to. Now, like in all relationships, it's probably not the best way just to blow people off to blow people off. Yes, you can be nice about it, and yes, you can actually have valid reasons, but at least give those valid reasons. Because most people, since I'm a guy, I'm going to have more of a guy's perspective. Just saying you weren't feeling it is, is a pretty lazy argument. Oh man, those are always funny. Anyways, uh, and just blowing them off is not the best way. And please, if you don't want to be friends with somebody, don't say that. I mean, seriously, just be sincere about it. Yes, it's going to hurt, but it's going to hurt anyways, and they're going to find out anyways. I mean, this is just a way for us to avoid pain, because that's what we love to do now. We love to avoid pain. But yes, now you can do it. Now, I would use this if someone was being overly abusive, fine. Or if someone was doing really dumb things. That's perfectly reasonable. But sometimes when the guy's perfectly normal, maybe a little weird to you, because weirdness is always a subjective thing. It's not really a defined personality trait some to some people other people are weirder to others are not as weird so like I said it's all just a, a gradient scale of weirdness and we're all weird so if you're saying I'm normal while you listen to this you're probably not more likely not even close but yes if some guy is just being or girl I should actually say if either gender is being completely unreasonable if either gender is just not getting it, because it's not just guys that don't get it. Sometimes girls don't get the clue either because, well, communication is difficult. Uh, and that's actually not a sarcastic joke. So communication is very difficult. Uh, then by all means, you can use this. But like I said before, if it's just that he thought you had a great time and you didn't, maybe you let him know instead of blowing you off. That's perfectly reasonable. Just blowing him off to blow him off. Make you look very good. Just saying. Decency goes both ways. It's just not a one-way street. It goes both ways. Alright, Facebook is spending lots and lots of money on its live video because it's Facebook and it can and it really wants to stay as relevant as it can and this is the one way to stay relevant is to be a part of live streaming. It is pushing into Twitch with its own live stream gaming. I hope it doesn't win, but we'll see. You never really know with the future. It's now spending lots and lots of money for for companies to actually, you know, live stream on. Instead of doing Periscope, do Facebook live streaming. I would prefer they just still do Periscope because seriously Periscope is just as good as Facebook live streaming, but if the company's paying you money, you gotta go where the money is. Uh I know that. Uh, so that is one way Facebook is trying to do it. They are they are basically spending about $350,000 for companies to actually stream on it so they can, you know, get the platform more and more popular. I still don't watch any live streaming on Facebook, but I don't really watch any live streaming at all because it's live streaming. It's interesting, but yeah. Maybe I'll just watch it later when I feel like it. I'd watch it now live. Yeah, it might be cool and all, but eh. eh. 
All right, Windows 10, yes, Windows 10. And mind you, the phone part of Windows 10, the least popular part of Windows 10, even though the whole spectrum of Windows 10, that's, well, there's a lot of things that people don't like about it. But the least popular mobile operating system, Windows 10, is getting NFC payments, finally. Yes, it's finally coming to them with Microsoft Wallet. I know, it's a very ingenious name for it, but seriously, the other three aren't really that ingenious either. Apple Pay, Android Pay, not that, not, not that much genius names going on. Not very much creativity, but it is tech, so I will, I will let it go a little bit just because creativity is lost on a lot of tech people in naming not in creating uh, code because that does take a lot of uh, creativity. But yes, before I go, man, too many tangents right now. Before I go off of way more on ta tangents, uh, it is finally coming. And that means that it looks like Surface phones are going to be an actual thing. Yes, Surface phones, a thing. We actually may be able to finally see Surface phones or the rumor that they are actually happening is being confirmed because they are still updating the Windows Phone operating system. They may have stopped making Lumia phone lines because they just really weren't selling and well, it was a bad acquisition. To say the least, it was not the best acquisition in the world, that's why they sold it off. But having Surface phones could unify the brand and actually make their phones a little bit more popular. Hopefully a lot more popular because they weren't really popular in the beginning anyways. And so they're going to have to catch up again if they start to relaunch a new phone line. But we shall see what happens. But yes, my people that use Windows 10 phones, you now have NFC capabilities. Yay, NFC, fun times ahead. All right, Slack has... Well, it has allowed for messaging button for Kayak Trello and more. So you can approve, deny, depending on what action or function you're taking. But it is being allowed so you can improve different schedules, flights, anything well, within limits because it's kind of new. But you can do that for Trello, Kayak, Greenhouse, Quatrix. Talk tech, desk, talk text, no, talk desk, pager duty, kip, keeper, keeper, uh, riffsy for that's your for all your gifts, so you can do integration with that. Current, talkus, and more, so you can approve or disprove or deny anything through those uh, apps through Slack because Slack is becoming more and more popular. This is just another way for them to, you know, kind of help manage all that. All that fun stuff, but yes, you can improve or deny different types of expensive expenses, projects, flights for your employees or for yourself. If you're like, I want to go here, no, why would I do that? I don't want to go to Alaska. Well, maybe you do because it actually could be fun to actually, you know, explore the wilderness. But yes, you can finally do it. It's being added, but like I said, it's very limited right now. So check it out. All right. Adobe Creative Cloud has been updated, and there's been some several interesting new updates for it, especially for, um, well, it's, it's allow photos to be, you know, centered a little bit more and straight. Now, you can do that with non-complex photos. If you try to do it with more complex photos, it's going to get a little bit cray-cray, not going to work very well, and you're going to get a little bit more 
crookedier than you originally were. So if you were like trying to reorient or make straight a picture with like water or road or very simplistic backgrounds, you can do it. When it gets more complex with different crowds, different colors, this is when you start to get, well, not as good as you want it to be and it starts to get a little bit, well, worse or more crooked than the original photo actually was. So that's another one. Another thing is for, another notable feature for the new update is professional photographers can upload their photos to stock photography for Adobe and may get paid for it as well. It's coming soon, so it's not quite there yet, but this could be a little extra, you know, get a little extra money for yourself, uh, just, you know, you know, to live, because we all like to live. Well, most of us like to live. It's depending on who you are. Uh, but yes, you can actually, or eventually, I should say, be able to do that, which is great because there's a lot of great photographers out there. Pretty sure you all are great and lovely at that. If you're not, there's many different resources for that, or if you're ever interested in it, there's also resources for that as well. But yes, it will happen. Yay! Get your brand out there, especially for photography. Yay! All right, I'm going to talk about this, and I don't normally talk about, well, anything pertaining to gender too much or the word diversity because it's just a minefield of not logical arguments and really bad, probably research, but it's important to talk about it every once in a while. So C. Jane Go is bringing women-only ride-hailing to the West Coast. Yes, the ugly head of segregation is coming back. We already saw it before with Chariot for Women. Now it's called Safe Her because safe spaces need to happen in cabs as well because, you know, data doesn't show that women actually are pretty harsh on women. <laughs> no research whatsoever on, you know, that women call each other sluts more times than men do and women are just really bad to each other. And that overwhelmingly, most women are on social media. And guess what? Most of the threats are going to be coming from women. But no, there's no research whatsoever on that. None. So we can be rest assured and safe that when women drive with only women, nothing bad's going to happen with that. Ever. No disargument. Disarguments. No arguments. No disagreements. Disarguments. There we go. We'll just get no disarguments whatsoever. Um. No, my problem with this is one, A, if people have a problem with one business not wanting to service another type of group, let's say a catering company not wanting to cater to a you know, homosexual or trans type of people then they get in trouble but when it segregates the male population to help the female population that's okay so there's no double standard whatsoever with that none because we need to keep the women safe we need to make sure that they always feel like they're under constant threat of danger every single waking moment and even when they're sleeping their dreams should be about always being in fear and never safe. Because that doesn't breed fear or suspicion or 
you know, wanted dislike for the opposite sex. None whatsoever. That, that, that's not logical at all. My problem is with this is that it does, because if you couldn't figure out my sarcasm, now I just did it to you bluntly. It does all that. It does breed suspicion. It does breed distrust between each other, and it doesn't help. The problem is, is that we need to teach each other, and parents, more importantly, teach when their kids are growing up about respect. I'll just say that, about respect. Not the whole men are rape, rapists and they should not rape. That's not, that's, that, that doesn't do anything. That, that baffles my mind that, that you would just demonize a whole gender because of that. And this doesn't help either. You don't, you don't bring up women saying, oh, and we have, and that's the problem with it. Oh, look out, be careful. Duh. Uh, everything. Everything's gonna hurt you. Look at that leaf. It's there to kill you. Run. Bees. They're to kill you only. They don't go after males. They only go after females because they know. Anything like that breeds that type of suspicion. It's not healthy. It has not been healthy for years. We need to stop spreading the healthiness. But it's not gonna happen because we're gonna have more of this because this apparently is going to keep women safe by segregating them all. And once again, because no woman ever hates another woman. No, it's all the men that hate women. Because that is totally logical in no way, shape, or form. Like I said, I am not in favor of this. I do not think just, you know, segregating one gender is the best thing to do. Plus, it actually is illegal to do that. If you're only going to, you know, hire female-only drivers, illegal. You're not allowed to do that. I know a lot of feminists rail against that, that it should be equal to representation. What about from the man's side? What about from that? When this stuff happens, that is illegal. You're not allowed to be, you know, biased against a gender. But it's happening already, only on the opposite way, because it's okay to do it to males. It's not okay to do it to females. I don't understand the whole equality when this happens. This isn't equality. This is the opposite of equality. I don't know if my definition of equality is different from everybody else's, but I can clearly see women only ride sharing is sexist. It is only targeting one gender. Once again, if we cannot come to terms that equality means having the same for genders, same, 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 then we're not really looking for equality. We're looking for supremacy of one or the other. You can say that males have had it for a while, and probably historically you are right, only because, man, I hate to inform you, males are traditionally stronger than females, biologically too. If you want to doubt science, that's your, that's, that's your thing. I won't stop you. But the truth is the truth, and that's part of the truth, is that we're, even in nature, each gender has its positives and its negatives. Males are generally stronger and more aggressive, and I say generally because it's all, it's all on a grading scale. Some females can actually be stronger than males, it all depends, but generally speaking, they're usually stronger, usually more aggressive. 
and all that other fun stuff. Generally, usually females are a little bit more welcoming, inviting, not all, especially in today's world, uh, and weaker than men. Now you're saying, well, we can make, we can, you know, push babies out of our private parts. Yes, I know there's parts of you that are maybe stronger than males, but as an upper body strength, males have that. That's the part of it. And when it says grow a pair and like be manly and stuff, it's usually because testosterone does make you a little bit more aggressive and make give you those types of, you know, ways of being more risky. Usually, like I said before, testosterone and estrogen work in different ways. They aren't the same. I know everybody's like, we're all the same. I'm like, no, not really. Science says no. Let's not try to like, you know, rewrite science because we want to feel good. All right, I'm off my soapbox for that. Because we're going to go on to VLC, our video land. Yes, it released a 2.0 version for Android, and this works with Android 2.2. If you don't know, that's Android Froyo, and that was a while ago because we're now getting to Android 6. 6 or 7? It's Android N. I don't remember the actual number, but it's Android N. I'm pretty sure it's 6 or 7. Uh, but yes, we're getting farther down the line, but some people may actually still use Froyo. Froyo was a good operating system at the time. It's not good anymore. It probably has a lot of security vulnerabilities that you may want to upgrade, but some people, like Windows, do not want to upgrade because they like what they like. And that's totally fine, but you gotta respect, accept the responsibilities that you could be hacked pretty easily because of your old operating system. Is it? Just you, you got you just, you just just accept the responsibility, let it flow over you. Responsibility is my responsibility to do what I need to do. Here we go. All right, um, but VLC uh, has done some little bit more upgrades. It's now you know more unified across all its different channels because it is on Windows. You can't work on Mac, and so it needs to be, it's just streamlined for that. It also has DLNA slash UPNP, also has Windows Networking Sharing, FTP, SFTP, and NFS protocols are supported as well. So you have many different things to, you know, share across your unifying platform of movies, because there's a lot of movies out there. There's also video playlists, multiple windows support, and playback history that you can actually turn off if you actually want to. It's all free, but it's great to see that it's all unified, and it works on Google Chromecast too. So there you go. No reason to buy that over Apple TV, because it's actually a little bit cheaper too. All right, Brigade. Uh, it's okay if you don't know what that actually is. It is a political social network backed by Sean Parker. Yes, that's Sean Parker of the Napster fame. And you're like, what's Napster? It was the way that streaming used to be, but it was free because we just, you know, took stuff from our library and gave it to people for free. And then Metallica didn't like it very much. And so many others didn't either. Uh, but yes, it's a new way of doing it. Now, they used to actually have an Android app. Don't have it anymore, surprisingly. It's only for iOS. But there's a way for you to verify yourself that you're actually a voter. It, I already did. It's a pretty simple process. You can also take quizzes to see where you lie. Uh, I think it's actually a little bit more broken be between the liberal 
non-liberal and conservative because there would be a lot of things actually more conservative about than it actually shows. And if you're wondering, no, I'm not voting for Trump. I voted for Kerry Johnson. Woo, libertarian! I'm actually a classical liberal slash libertarian, which classical liberalism is basically the precursors of libertarian. Read up on history, it's, it's, it's a fun thing. Anyways, uh, yeah, you can do that debate, disagree, agree, and, you know, debate all things from gun policy to economy to immigration to anything you desire, even environment. And why did they change the name three times to the most ironic name ever? Climate change. I always go, great, you've just labeled what climate does all the time. Change. Apparently global cooling and global warming wasn't good enough or it actually wasn't happening. But yes, you could debate that too. So, get on there and voice your opinion in a respectful manner at least. Don't say you're a duty head. I mean, you could say it a lot worse than I did, but I'm trying to keep this clean as I can so I can, you know, press that clean button still on iTunes. So don't tell people you're their duty heads or any booze. I made that up. Don't even know what that means. But yes, be respectful. I always say if you're gonna make a well, if you're gonna make a statement that is supposed to be about facts and you don't have facts, I will say where are the facts? Because the facts are missing and those are feelings and opinions and opinions aren't the same thing as facts. Or that's how I see it. Either way, do what you do and let's have a vigorous debate about liberal, conservative, independent socialism and all the other fun stuff. Moving on. Yahoo has just released Yahoo Radar because it wants to track you wherever you go. No, actually it's a mobile travel guide that has a chatbot-like assistant that doesn't... It's kind of annoying. To be honest with you, right now chatbots are, well, they're kind of annoying. They're not really that good right now, so I would wait a while for the, all the chatbots because they, they really aren't good. They, they, they're just kind of spammy and annoying. It's like that annoying friend that you always want to, to leave and they never leave. So you just go, oh, we're leaving. And they're like, oh, can I come? Yeah, we're going to, uh, actually we're going home, by. You know, you know, there's always that one person. Sometimes it's you, sometimes it's me, but I'm not friends with any of you, I don't think. Unless I've actually met you in real life. And hey, we're friends. Hey, sorry I've hung out with you in a while. Uh, but yes, it allows you to... I'm going back... Always going off the tangents today. Yes, it actually is... Well, it's allowing you to, you know, make travel plans. It's trying to take on Google Now and all the other uh, virtual assistant apps out there. Like Siri and all the other ones. Uh, right now, it does have partners like Yelp and TripAdvisor, which are also great. Uh, the whole finding a restaurant is not the best because you it'll just give you the three most popular, and then you have to, and then you can change the filter to be budget friendly and stuff. But I would actually like it to ask you a little bit more questions about what you're actually trying to find instead of just giving you something that's oh the most popular and you don't really know how expensive it is how not very good it is. It could be actually good or not very good. What type of food it is. It'll just be like, here we go. So then you could just use like Foursquare, Yelp, or any other ones, just apps by itself. So like right now, it's okay. But 
It'll be more useful if you actually use Yahoo Mail as your go-to email. I don't. I use Gmail, like a lot of other people. It's great. So that will this will never be my app that I try. I'm sorry. I'm not going to try this one. There's just some, um, and I actually can't because it's only on iOS. So iOS users have fun with it. I still won't use it ever, 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 ever. Right, Nest is having well, it's having a new feature where where it will you know help with the energy bill. So it's only partnered with Solar City, but you can actually use it to leverage time of use rates because in California specifically, they will raise rates depending on time of use. They will make sure that Californians are well conserving energy, even though it was the government's fault for actually giving away our energy and making this problem happen. That's another whole story. Uh, so it will actually do that. And like I said, unfortunately, it's only for Solar City. So if you're not part of Solar City, you can't really use it. But when the green leaf is on or the icon is there, uh, it will help to manage the thermostat and make it the most cost-effective way. It'll only be about one or two degree difference. So you won't be like, why is it so hot? It's already 100 degrees here in California. That was yesterday. Why? Why can you not be cooler? Oh, that's right. I'm trying to save money. But yes, you can do that. With Solar City, you could also get a free Nest thermostat, which is also great, except for the actual security, because you can actually be hacked. The Nest thermostat is not the best security, but to be honest with you, all of the Internet of Things security is pretty much lax or non-existent, so be careful about that, because it can be hacked under 30 seconds. Yeah. Like I said, not very good. Not very good at all. All right, Microsoft has kind of come out with a couple new things. Uh, SharePoint app for iOS is finally here. So if you are pro Microsoft Office, this is something for you to check out and use a lot. Use a lot. Uh, you. I don't know. I'm a little crazy this today. But enjoy. Enjoy my craziness. Uh, but yes, is allows you to do that. allows you to share different things between people's links. It has different tabs for that as well. They also have a if competitor that allows you to do basically the same thing as if does with not as many companies. I would still use if our, I think it's a Zara, Zapara, it starts with a Z, I don't remember the actual name. But those two are actually better competitors than the one that Microsoft has come out with. But they've also come out with an if competitor because of Microsoft and they'll come out with anything and hopefully it'll stick. Oh, they'll just buy whatever company that actually has what they're looking for. Like LinkedIn. They bought LinkedIn last week. If you didn't know, they did. They really did. All right. It looks like hackers have access to 170,000 compromised servers. And many of them are in the United States because, well, it's more popular to sell stuff from the United States because wealth a lot of great wealth in the United States if you hate that I'm sorry but that's the actual truth there's a lot of wealth here uh, so it'll be sold for uh, anything from fifteen hundred to six thousand dollars if it's from Western Europe to the United States so I'll include Western Europe as well now there's over sixty thousand hacked servers in the US and well, almost nine thousand UK so it depends the Worst part is, if you're in Brazil or China, they take up the top two spots for hacks or hack servers. 
now they have displayed the full IP addresses so if your company is hacked you might as well want to look into that because it will not be good do not be another Acer and that's my other you know segment of it Acer was hacked for over a year yes May 2015 to now and if you have bought anything from Acer from then to now you might want to check if your credit card has been used because what they took was names addresses credit card numbers expiration dates and the CVC number which is the three little number that you have to type in every time or just about every time they now have that not very good Acer you're a tech company not very good and did not know that you were hacked for over a year is even worse it's pretty bad so once again to my tech people more small business people marketing people whoever wants to listen please make sure you have the latest security protocols for your website and everything else that you can do I do now I figured out how to do it my website is now HTTPS Luckily, I do not really collect data beyond, you know, uh, emails. But that's beyond the only thing I collect right now until I start, you know, selling shirts, which are still in the works. Yes, there will be shirts eventually. But I do not collect anything. But I was never going to actually sell anything until I can get my website secure because that is a very important thing for me. So make sure if I sell you anything or you buy anything from me, I am giving you the best security that I can give for you so your stuff isn't stolen. That means making sure that nothing's on an Excel spreadsheet. It's all encrypted. So I'm going to have to find ways of doing that, either through third parties or whatever. But I will make sure that, that always happens. Because I don't want you to have to go through that headache. It's terrible. All right, looks like Google's going to be, you know, going up against WebMD with the best type of medical symptoms or diagnoses it can come up with through its Google cards. So now you won't have to go to WebMD all the time to be like, am I really, do I really have this? No, it will, you know, go across the web, making sure that they talk to the most, well, professional and you know, top their class, you know, most renowned expertise of the medical field to make sure you get the best, well, the best advice that you can get through Google. So yes, medical is coming to Google and you can now see if you actually have an STD you've been wondering that you've actually had or not. Or maybe that's just a really weird wart on your leg. I don't know. I don't know your medical history. I'm not Google. Alright, Google also is going to be simplifying two-factor authentication. And you're wondering, what is that? That is actually a way for you to protect your email. There is a way to do it. So how two-factor authentication happens is that once you log in from a new computer with your email, it'll be like, hey, this is a new computer. I'm not sure if you're actually the person that owns this email. Let me send you a text message so you can you know, so you can be the person that we think you are. If you're not, you can't get in here. And so it's just a little extra layer of security to make sure that you are the person that you say you are. Because we all know we get lost along the way, and we're like, who am I, what am I, where am I? Those questions always pop up. 
But no, it's just to give you a little bit of extra security. So uh, it's supposed to simplify it and make sure that you can allow or deny it. So it's a lot more easier than waiting for that text message to pop up. I'm like, uh, come on, come on, I want all day for you to pop up the text message. So it's, it's simplifying it, which is a great thing because most text messages get annoying after a while, especially with that six-digit thing every once in a while. All right. So the Orlando shooting happened. It was a terrible tragedy. That will not be ever denied. It was a terrible tragedy. It should have never happened. Well, it looks like the you know GOP and the our government thinks that expanding FBI surveillance powers is the best idea in the world because warrants don't matter, especially in tech. Because why would expanding surveillance power ever amount to anything nefarious, NSA? So yes, John McCain, because John McCain has, well, he always does this thing, decided with his good friend Richard Burr of North Carolina, he's proposed a way for the FBI to, well, get electronic communication without a search warrant, which goes against the Fourth Amendment. As I always say before, Fourth Amendment is a good thing. Circumventing it is not. Probably should stop doing that. I know we're trying to get the bad guys, but we have 18 different, and probably over-exaggerating, but we have a lot of different intelligent agencies, and it couldn't catch this one guy anyways. What more of more security presence will that do? Now, it says that it will not it will not collect name, addresses, anything like that. It'll just collect IP addresses to make sure that you're, you know, not shifting through or sniffing through or viewing anything nefarious. But the problem is that IP address is like a name anyway. It's like an address anyways in tech. So it's, it's not like this is like, oh, we're still keeping you private. No, because it's a specific IP address to a specific, like, house, like, the address to go somewhere. You need an address to go to some place to find it. And so that specific place in a specific time you go. And so that's that address. It's not really, it's not, oh, it's this address to this person, this person, this business, this business. Unless it's a multiplex, then there you go. But if it's a single business or a single home or house, it's to one person. More group of people because it's a family. But still, it's to one location. So... In that way, yes, you're really taking everybody's information. Oh, we're only getting IP addresses. You're getting IP addresses to one person that is all, all their information online. You already got their personal information. That's just, just their IP addresses. Another reason why the government doesn't understand technology. It's another one. That's why I don't listen to them anymore. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. All right. So it looks like uh, Taylor Swift and company are at it again with their stupidity. Yes, I said that. T-Swift fans, you can write me hate mail all you want. She's still not that smart. Well, actually, no, I will take that back. She's actually very smart because she's actually made huge, huge money in music. So musically, she's talented in creating very uh, poppy songs. Or, and she also probably has good producers. So those people her team of people making awesome music to some. To me, not really. I don't like her music that much. But she's smart in that way. So that is one thing I will I will say. She's smart in that way. She, she 
has built a follower base. She's very smart in that way. Some people will say in marketing, but seriously, being yourself is not really that smart of a tactic because it's just being yourself every time. PR news things. Oh, look, you should follow Taylor Swift because she's being herself. Oh, wow. That's novel. Anyways, they have written to the Congress to say that Digital Millennium Copyrights Act is not cool for musicians because it's stealing their work and taking pop shots at YouTube because they can and because of the license agreement is coming up for record labels. They have said that this hurts artists, but mostly record labels because they take the bigger cut and their ability to make music. But a lot of times, if you're a struggling artist, you just really want to send it out there. Do I agree that artists should be allowed to charge whatever they want? Of course. If it's free, then allow them to do it for free. But I know Taylor Swift's not talking about this. And look at Ms. Swift. You already have millions of dollars. I don't know what you're really complaining about. You are very rich. Paul McCartney, you are very rich. Beatles were great and they made some great music I will not say they haven't I don't listen to them because I don't care as much but they did make great music I will say that but this is a little bit of a kerfuddle because what you're saying is that you want to have reasonable legislation which I don't know what that means because it's very vague reason from one person is not the reason from another person and as we've seen in the media today logic and reason is not really the strongest point in humans right now so you saying that hey we need some reasonable legislation dmca is not very good which actually it is it actually protects a lot of companies and people from oh i don't know nefarious lawsuits from rich people but she took it off her music from Spotify, saying Spotify was an experiment, which is ironic because Taylor Swift, you've been around as long as Spotify, and if they're an experiment, apparently you're an experiment too. Apparently you're a very successful experiment like Spotify. So let's not really, you know, make this about everybody else and all the younger artists coming up, because it's really all about you wanting more money. Let's be honest with that. I think that... You just want more money, and you are missing whatever piece of the pot that you think you're missing. You are actually projecting on younger artists not getting their fair shake, but that's not really true, is it? Because they aren't the ones complaining the loudest and the most in sunning little letters and saying, I've stayed up till 4 a.m. writing this, which I don't know if you actually have or not, because I'm not there. But let's be honest here. It's not. It's not anything about it. It's not what you think it is, you largely want more money out of your music. And that's perfectly fine if you want to charge a lot of money for it. But saying we need sensible reform, I don't know what the heck that means. That imbalances the interest of creators with the interest of companies. 
you're just basically saying that you want the companies to exploit the artists because the companies are the ones that are exploiting you. It's not the people. The people are the ones sharing so you become popular. You became popular because of your friends, not because of the company. The company, the record labels found you because of that. These companies have helped explode your career. It's exploded the career of Justin Bieber because he uploaded it for free. Like I said before, if artists want to share it for free, do not put words in their mouth that they need to charge whatever they want to. You may not like it, fair enough, but I'm pretty sure when you are a young artist and trying to get, you know, famous, you would want anybody to hear your music. You didn't care. Now you do because you know you are worth a lot of money. There is a difference here, and you are not separating fact from fiction. Stop. You are not the arbiter of every young artist out there. You are just in it for yourself. Let's be honest about that. This is a business. You are running a business. You want more cut of the profit. I get that. If you wrote a letter like that saying, I don't like DMCA because it is basically, I'm losing money because of it. I would be perfectly fine with that. You are being truthful about it, you are laying out the framework of it. You don't. You veil it in very vague terms that I don't understand what it is. And this is all not the benefit of companies. It's the benefit of you. Let's be honest once again. It's because of you. You want more money. Yes, you're nice to people at weddings and stuff, and that's great, but let's be honest. You are a business. This is your brand. You want as much as you can squeeze out of that business and brand. And I'm perfectly fine with that. But please do not try to write for every starving artist out there when you don't know any of them or barely any of them. I'm pretty sure you don't know half the starving artists. Let's be honest with that. This is just simply you wanting more money, especially Paul McCartney, both of you and many other artists. And plus record labels. If record labels have signed this, it's because they want more money. That's plain and simple. That's all they want. They're squeezing more money out. That's it. I've had it. I've had it with this. Oh, I'm just trying to help everybody else. You, you may help everybody else every once in a while with checks to pay off things, and that's great. And you can do whatever you want with your own money. I don't really care. But when you try to speak for everybody else that you haven't really actually spoken to, you're kind of putting words in your mouth, and that's basically lying. So you're a liar. Congratulations. Yes, T-Swift fans, if you actually do, if you are, you can send me letters if you want to. I, I don't care. Um, all right. Now, let's get into some cores and CPUs. It looks like there is a world's first 1,000-core CPU that runs on a AA battery. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, looks like a UC Davis has made a 1,000-core processor that all has a high clock great processor ever designed in a university yes so this is a great thing now you're not going to see this commercially for quite a while because everything's about gpus more than cpus right now we kind of haven't really gotten above eight maybe 16 cores for commercial use we haven't really gotten above that but this one looks very promising where it will run everything all the cores will run something a little bit different with gpus it kind of tasks different things and doesn't really do separate routines by itself. With CPUs you can actually do that. Now I would say GPUs aren't needed. They're actually needed for like gaming and a lot of other things, but we still need to really, you know, 
focus on CPUs as well because they are the brain of the computer. If your CPU isn't working, you have no brain. Your computer is brainless. It, it won't work at all. It, it won't work. Try it. Actually, don't try it. If you have no idea what you're doing with computers, do not try it. Do not take out your CPU and be like, what's this? That would be, be bad. be very bad. But yes, they have finally dealt with yay. Uh, but yes, GPUs do a lot better right now because GPUs are what's being developed and the research is being put into it. I'm looking, hopefully there will be a research back into CPU development and a little bit more of a cutting edge for that, and especially for like desktops. Desktops are pretty viable. I like the desktop. It's it's great. I can do a lot of things that well I could do with without it. I mean, desktops are awesome. I love desktops. They're powerful. They're big, but that's why I have a phone and a laptop. But yes, there was the first ever thousand core processor, or I think it was called Kilo Core. Kilo Core. Mm, Kilo Core. I don't know why I really want to say that three times. Uh, so yes, it has actually been made. And mind you, it's been actually powered by a, a very small battery. Now you expect when new technology comes out that it actually is powered by a bigger like car battery or even bigger like a generator, but no, it's a very small battery, which is actually great. Progress. Yay for progress. Now I'm hoping this actually eventually comes to commercial use because it actually would be nice to have more and more cores because you can do more and more things. Computer doesn't get bogged down as much and we're all we're all happy we're all happy campers that's 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 my feeling anyways all right guys that is the end of digital coffee or end of this episode of this not i should say hope you enjoyed it and now i'll be taking the rest of the week off a because i'm running out of well, memory or data for the site that i'm going on so it's kind of a thing and i just need a little bit of a break too but i will actually be trying to write actual articles on it so you will check out those as well because i won't stop doing it i just won't be you know doing the podcast until july so when july hits next that first tuesday in july i will be back but yes for the rest of the week, I'm taking off just to give myself a little bit of break and to figure out some new exciting things, especially for YouTube, that I can actually, you know, bring to the table. But yes, I'm always changing, always trying to do it. So thank you for tuning in if you've been a loyal but very silent fan. I appreciate it. Uh, you can follow Digital Coffee as always on, on Twitter, DigitalCO77EE, on Facebook, Digital Coffee Podcast, Google Plus, Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram, Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube, Digital Coffee Podcast, and Vine, Digital.Coffee. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon so I can you know, make this the best it can be. All right, guys. See you later and see you in July. Have a great rest of June.